You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. A few observations here before we conclude. You heard in some of the previous reports that Um Salama was present at the wedding. She even had conversations with the Prophet But specifically also Asma bint Umais. Asma bint Umais was also there. And we heard a few uh, reports about her role in the marriage of Lady Fatima Now there are some historical observations here. Asma bin Tumais, who was the wife of Ja'far ibn Abi Talib, Ja'far al-Tayyar, at the time she was in Habasha because Ja'far migrated to Abyssinia from Mecca. When did he relocate to Medina or when did he migrate to Medina? In the year 6 or 7, at the battle of Khaybar, that's when Ja'far al-Tayyar arrived and the Prophet was so happy after the conquest of Khaybar, when the Prophet saw Ja'far, the Prophet says, I don't know for which am I happier, for the conquest of Khaybar or for the return of Ja'far. The Prophet was really happy to see him and Asma, his wife was supposedly with him. Now the marriage of Imam Ali and Lady Fatima took place in the second year of the Hijrah. This is like four years or five years before Ja'far would migrate to Medina. So how are these sources indicating that Asma was there? It doesn't fit historically, her presence doesn't fit there in Medina. So how do we respond to that? Our scholars have given a number of responses. One response is that this Asma who was present there wasn't actually Asma bint Umais. This was Asma bint Yazid al-Ansariya. Asma bint Yazid was a prominent woman in Medina. She was one of the Ansar. And she is the one who was involved in the marriage of Lady Fatima Now because Asma bint Umais is so famous, it seems later historians when they were documenting these hadiths, they looked at the word Asma, Asma was in the marriage, they automatically assumed which Asma? Asma bint Umais because she was the famous Asma. Whereas the real Asma who was there was Asma bint Yazid, not Asma bint Umais. So it seems that this is a mistake some historians made when they were documenting this hadith. Now who is this Asma bint Yazid? Asma bint Yazid was actually a very brave woman who was outspoken and she played an important role in Medina. She was called a speaker of the woman because she was eloquent, she would speak, she would ask many questions from the Prophet she educated a lot of women. So she was a prominent figure in, in Medina, but she wasn't as famous as Asma bint Umais. Uh, to capture a very interesting conversation that happened between her and the Prophet, once she came and she saw the Prophet in the presence of his companions, she told him, Ya Rasulullah, I have uh, like an objection here. <laughs> the Prophet said what? She's like, you men, you get to go to jihad, 
you do many um, community activities like Salat al-Jama'ah and Jum'ah. We women sometimes we don't have the tawfiq of coming for Salat al-Jum'ah or Jama'ah either because the, our homes are far, it's difficult for us to come. You men, you can go to the Hajj, even if you've done the Wajib Hajj you can go. We women it's difficult for us to travel and we serve you men in the homes. We are the ones who raise your children. When you go travel, we protect your money, belongings, and we raise the children. So she says to the Prophet, Ya Rasulullah, men get all this thawab and ajr for going to jihad, for going to hajj, for salat al-jum'ah, for salat al-jama'ah, all of these things, they get the reward. We women, we're doing domestic jobs at home and we want the same reward. The Prophet looked at his companions and he said, have you heard a woman speak so beautifully and say so many beautiful points about her religion? They're like, yeah, this is unexpected. You know, that's what she said is truly amazing. Then the Prophet says, oh Asma, all the reward that men get, you women also get it when you do uh, your house chores at home, when you take care of the children, you'll get the same reward. She became so happy um, she started hollering <laughs> when she left, when she left the, the mosque of the Prophet So Asma bint Yazid was a prominent woman from the Ansar, she was a companion of the Prophet. In fact, she has narrated, narrated 81 hadiths from the Prophet that have survived in Muslim books. So it seems that the Asma who was present there and she was narrating a number of these incidents about the marriage of Lady Fatima was Asma bint Yazid, not Asma, not Asma bint Ubayz because she was in Habasha. That's one response scholars have given. How do you feel about this response? Does this, does this seem valid? Do you have any objections to that? Yes brother. Uh, she was in Medina, right? Yes, she lived in Medina. She was she, before the Prophet migrated. She was a citizen of Medina, okay, so and she became uh, a Muslim that first year, the first year of the Hijrah. She was a Muslim. So, what about the Asma? That was what Khadija what she said. Now we have another problem. What about the Asma who was with Khadija? Because this Asma was in Medina, so it's unlikely that she had this conversation with Lady Khadija. So let's go to the second response. The second response, we don't have any evidence for this as in like historical accounts, but it's possible that Ja'far with his wife Asma, they made a short trip to Medina in the second year of the Hijrah from Habasha. Remember Habasha wasn't that far, you just cross the Red Sea, you're in the Arabian Peninsula and you go to Medina, it's not that far. So it's very likely that Ja'far al-Tayyar with his wife they came to visit the Prophet to attend the marriage of Imam Ali Remember, this was no, uh, no this wasn't, uh, you know, an average. This was no ordinary marriage. This was a marriage arranged by Allah. So maybe Jafar wanted to attend this event. So it, it, it's possible that he was there. In fact, one source states that Hamza was walking with the Prophet. Bilal was walking with the Prophet. Salman was walking with the Prophet for the wedding. One source even mentions Jafar. This is Ja'far ibn Abi Talib was also there. So it's possible, even though we don't have evidence for this, but it's possible that he may have come uh, from Habasha for a ziyarah, a trip, and then he went back to um, Abyssinia, then he came back in the year 6 or 7. Yes brother. Uh, 
I mean, it's not that hard to, to fathom since Elias is the younger brother of Jafar, so why wouldn't he go to the wedding of his brother? It's very possible. This is the wedding of your younger brother and he wants to meet the Prophet. Because remember, the Prophet did ask him to stay in Habasha for a reason. So he may come to visit the Prophet, attend the wedding of his brother. It's very possible. Yani, there's nothing impossible about this. And Habasha wasn't that far. So yes, it's very likely that Asma herself was there, but she was just visiting. She wasn't there to live. That's very possible. Yes, brother. When uh, Asma was with Sayyidah Khadija, was she also visiting or was this before? No, Asma used to live in Mecca at the time of Lady Khadija. She was living there. Um, now they would visit back and forth. Um, the, the, the migration to Habasha, it started in the year five or six after the Hijrah. That's when the Prophet told them to migrate. But Asma, she would visit back and forth. Sometimes people from Habasha would come to Mecca and then they would go back. So it's very likely that at the time of Lady Khadija's death, she was present in Mecca. Yes, she wasn't living in Mecca. She was living in Habasha, but it's possible that she would visit back and forth. So there's nothing that makes these um, accounts uh, rejected 100%. Yes, we still have to find like an appropriate response, but this could be one response. So the first one that this is another Asma. The second uh, response is that this was Asma bint Umais, but she would visit. There's a third response. The third response is actually the one who was with Lady Khadija, the one who was present in, in Medina at, at the time of the wedding, was not Asma bint Umais, it was Salma bint Umais. Salma bint Umais is the sister of Asma bint Umais and she was the wife of Hamza, the wife of the uncle of the Prophet. But because Asma was more well known and she is the daughter of Umais, Maybe later historians, when they were recording these hadiths, the original source indicated that this is the daughter of Umais and it was Salma, but they are the ones who got confused and they thought it was her sister Asma. So they made a mistake by switching her with her sister. So it's very likely that Salma bint Umais was the one who was with Khadija because she's the wife of Hamza, he was living in Mecca. At that time Hamza was in Medina. So it could be likely that it's Salma bint Umais who was there, the wife of Hamza, not Asma bint Umais. Some scholars have mentioned this and they have said there is some evidence for that. So these are three responses. These, you know, these historical confusions sometimes can happen. Let's say the narrator says the daughter of Umais was there, right? Let's say that's how initially it was worded. Now the narrator, when you hear the daughter of Umais, automatically you're going to assume who? Asma bint Umais because she was well known and famous. But in reality it could have been her sister Salma bint Umais. So there are some concerns about these reports about Salma being in the wedding, uh, Afwan, about Asma being um, in the wedding of Lady uh, Fatima alayhi salam. And that's how we can respond to them. And remember, Salma and Asma are also very similar in what? Even in how you pronounce them, Salma, Asma. So maybe there was confusion. Maybe it was originally Salma, somebody heard Asma, or in writing it, there was some confusion, especially when writing Arabic wasn't that standardized. It's, 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 it happens, right? 
It's easily to mix up Salma and Asma, right? Very easily you can mix up something like that. Because even if you look at how they're written, Salma, Asma, they look similar, right? If it's written in a way that's not that legible, you could easily confuse them. So this would be our response. The second observation here is Um Salama herself. The way that these ahadiths are talking about Um Salama, she was there, she would talk to the Prophet, it seems that she was his wife. Whereas many historical documents state when did the Prophet marry Um Salama, uh, um Salama as we shall see? After Uhud. After Uhud her husband dies, then the Prophet marries Um Salama. So it seems that at this time Um Salama was not the wife of the Prophet. So how is she um, in the marriage of, in the wedding of Imam Ali uh, talking to the Prophet and it looks like she's his wife. Something doesn't match over here. So there are a few responses over here. One response is that some historians have mentioned that actually Um Salama married the Prophet right after Badr not after Uhud. If we take these accounts, that means the Prophet had married her maybe a month or two before the wedding of Imam Ali and Lady Fatima, so maybe she was his wife. That's um, one possibility that we can, we can mention. Another possibility, maybe she wasn't his wife yet, but she was a respected woman, she would talk to the Prophet just like any other woman would, you know, say things to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa So, we don't see anything fundamentally problematic about the presence of Um Salama in the wedding of Imam Ali salam and the exchanges that she had with the Prophet Now by the way, Asma bint Yazid, remember Asma bint Yazid, who's Asma bint Yazid? Al Ansariya, that woman, her kunya, her title is Um Salama. It's possible that later historians thought this Um Salama is the wife of the Prophet. So maybe the ahadith that mentioned Um Salama being at the wedding, right, and having that a role in the wedding of Imam Ali, maybe Um Salama was Asma bint Yazid herself. Her name was Asma bint Yazid, however her title was Um Salama. And then later on because Um Salama, the wife of the Prophet is the famous Um Salama, that was confused. And people thought, oh, that must have been the wife of the Prophet. Whereas Um Salama could be Asma bint Yazid. It's very possible. In any case, these are some attempts to make sense of some of these historical accounts. In the end, scholars don't reject them, but they just need to research who exactly was that Asma. We know there was an Asma there, but who is she? That's subject to debate. Um Salama, who is she? Was she the wife of the Prophet? Was she someone else? That's also subject to debate. 